So you were telling me about some news you were reading earlier about some twisted trucker. It's a good <laughs> description of him. Yeah, I mean, well, t- talk to me about this story. It kind of blows my mind. Okay, well, I got this information actually just a couple hours ago. And there's a truck driver. His name is Lucas. He's 25, and he's from Kent County, Michigan. He's now residing in Ohio, but he was arrested for sexually assaulting dogs and creating graphic torture videos that he then distributed online. So he's been charged with making these animal torture videos and distributing obscene materials after Australian authorities tipped off American authorities. According to the indictment, the investigation began in Australia on April 22nd of 2022. Authorities in the country said a 51-year-old man was arrested for bestiality, animal cruelty, and child exploitation. Officials said they discovered two accounts for an online platform where the man was known as a high-level producer of animal cruelty videos during the search of his home computer. During that search, they discovered numerous images and videos of animal cruelty created in 2020 by a man that they don't know who it was, but just went by the handle of Graves. They later found out that this is Lucas that that is now in the United States. So according to the authorities, the men exchanged over 700 files, all of which depicted animal abuse. Graves recorded many of these files in his sleeper section of his tractor trailer and showed a white man with a beard, a distinctive tattoo on his bicep, and a dog laying next to him with the dog's mouth tied shut. The dog was sexually abused and tortured in obscene and graphic ways, according to the indictment. Lucas admitted to the charges during an interview with cops. He admitted to performing sex acts, beating and strangling a dog while in Grand Rapids and disposing of the dog's body in a dumpster. During the search of his current residence in Ohio, cops discovered three more dogs in a poor health and a fourth dog buried in the backyard. Authorities released information about several, about several recovered files, but they are far too graphic to be published. They depict or depict. Depicted. Thank you. The dog being tortured unimaginably, having organs removed and being sexually assaulted with a knife. Two of the videos showed the dog still breathing, indicating that it was still alive while being subjected to the horrific acts. The mother can't believe that her son did this. That was the next part of it, which I'm like, ugh. Well, I mean, we could start with the mother. I mean, if we're being honest, no mother believes their kid probably did anything, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. If Hitler's mother was alive, she probably didn't believe he killed as many people as he did. Jeffrey Dahmer's, well, I, I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer's mother believed it. You know, I'm just saying mothers mm-hmm. are mothers and they're going to usually stand by their, you know, child mm-hmm. through whatever they have to. And hats off to mothers because um, mom is probably the only one in his corner. Yeah. Um. So wow, that's a crazy story. It is. He's in jail right now um, in Toledo, so without bond. So, I mean, when you when you look at first off, um, so Australian authorities caught on to this before American authorities. Mm-hmm. That tells me that whatever perverted site he's part of, he was 
probably it was all being more broadcast in Australia, not America, would be my guess. Well, yeah, I mean, what happened at, at the way I'm getting also is that Australia was investigating someone that they knew there, and when they were investigating this gentleman... He was tied to Lucas, exactly. which was is the 25-year-old kid. He now lives in, you said Akron? No, well, he now lives in the Toledo prison, but yeah. it was... Oh, so no. it was Toledo. So he, he went from Michigan to Ohio as far as his re- residencies, but... And this is what I'm thinking... See, I, I, it always, it never ceases to amaze me, especially these guys that get caught with like kitty porn. It's like, are you seriously don't believe that there's going to be a chance that you get caught? Right. Exactly. And so this guy that's doing dogs, sexually killing them, torturing them. Somewhere along the line, he thought, and this is this is just what I'm thinking. He must have thought, well, it's in Australia. That's thousands of miles away. I think it's like eleven thousand miles or something like that. Australia's on the other side of the globe, you know. Um, so he must have thought because it's so far away, he would never get caught, right? Um, and that's if if it was all just being done in Australia. I doubt it. It's probably something that's just completely worldwide. Well, first off, I guess if you have the mentality to do that kind of stuff, you're not the brightest to begin with. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, we, we did a podcast not long ago on a trucker that was um, playing with guns and pointing them at people in the public and all other good stuff. And, you know, it's like this is another guy that makes the trucking industry look bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What a, that's a, uh, an incredible story. Um, I wonder, and now, see him? no, I don't, I don't care to see him. The question though is, um, you said that they found, uh, he was like with pictures with a dog that was tied up and everything. Was it by chance in his semi truck? Yeah. It said it was in a sleeper berth. Okay. I thought you said that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Wow, I, it doesn't say what trucking company he was driving for, does Mm-mm. it? No, it doesn't say any of that. It just said it was in Grand. He he did this in Grand Rapids. So you know, that's the other. There's there's another side of the coin. Now let's play. For example, you're the owner of the trucking company, right? You got to be hoping. Wow, I hope my name doesn't get out there that I hired this clown. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest with you, at twenty five. You said he was 25. Yep. So he's just a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we have a daughter. We have a daughter that's 25. Two. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, their brain, for some reason, 25-year-old kids just, <laughs> they're just stupid. I mean, really, a lot of them really are. I know there's some smarter ones, but I don't think the majority of them are smart. And then when you get to this level of of thinking, it, it's like you can I don't. I can't understand why any human being could even think of torturing an animal. And and you know, speaking of Jeffrey Dahmer and all serial killers, it's one of the all tell signs yeah. of future serial killers are mm-hmm. ones that like to torture animals. Yeah, when they when they profile them, yeah. that's one of the that's one of the key um, things that come up as a as a signal of future um, issues that could be happening with this person. You know, if I was the authorities for real, I would mark him to be watched because. There's no, 
yes, he's going to go to jail. Yes, he was doing a lot of bad things. And yes, he's very, very warped. But he's not going to be in jail forever. No, actually, it's only saying that here it says um, the charges against him include four counts of making animal torture videos, four counts of disseminating them. A seven-year federal prison sentence could be imposed on him. And he's currently being held without bond in Toledo. So it's saying that only a seven-year federally prison sentence could be on him. Only seven years for that. Yeah, normally I would make jokes. But, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even think making jokes over something like this is even appropriate. You know what I mean? It's like somebody's animals. I mean, they're, you know what's sad about a dog? For real. The one thing about dogs versus any other animal in the planet, a dog is very loyal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, did he, was it his own dog? Did he, you know, did he raise it to be like loyal to him and he was just torturing it ever since it was a puppy? Did he take someone's dog? I mean, dogs are just loyal animals. I mean, unless you get one that's just outright mean or something like that, then it needs to be put down. But on the other side of the coin, 99% of most dogs are loyal, good animals. They're faithful They'll, they well look at our dogs. I mean, they like they, they can't wait till we walk in the door if we go off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they follow you. They'll like you you have a dog that'll follow you into the bathroom and just sit there. Um, you know to 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 break that bond and do those things. It's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it just in the mind, and and then you know not just the torturing, but both. Right, and there he is on the road. Pro- probably, you know, I mean. Um, all over the country. And, and, you know, being a trucker, you could grab someone's dog and nobody even know about it. It could have been even a stray. You don't know. But either way, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't give it a reason to be tortured, mutilated. I mean, the things he did, removing the dog's organs, organs yeah. so, and, and just, I mean, it just, I mean, I, Hannibal Lecter had better class so here's what i would do if i was the authorities i'd mark him for life Mm -hmm. because obviously this guy's got potential to do some nutty things Mm -hmm. you know the normal person a normal person would never even think of that's in fact to be honest with you you know we've all known about bestiality you know what i mean most people know what bestiality is Mm -hmm. and you know i remember when i was a kid people talking about you know there's certain circuses that used to go around and they were freak freaks, you know, people doing things with animals, you know what I mean? And, and you, and we, you know, people have heard about the stupid things that human beings do. And, you know, the, I would think the normal person, like for example, myself and you, anybody that's normal would not even want to hear, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, man, like take that crap away from me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then you got somebody that literally gets off on it. That's a, that's, I'd say that's a guy that really should be on something. They should have him on something, you know, some kind of medicine. I was going to say the electric chair strapped in. I mean, I'm thinking of many things that could be happening yeah, with this but, guy, but, you But know. like I said, the law is not going to penalize him for too long. He will get out and he will offend again. Anyways, um, crazy story. I know you got some more. Um, Let me take a sponsor break. And then you had a couple stories you wanted to talk about. So let the floor be yours today. Um, uh, Today we're brought to you by Carter Lumber. Drivers, if you are in the market 
to become a local driver. And this is what's really cool about Carter Lumber. We just did an interview with them. They not only are looking for class A and class B drivers, they'll also take a driver that's a student. Yes. Somebody that just came fresh out of a, a trucking school and you want to be local. They have 160 locations east of the Mississippi. Odds are there's one near you. And if you're just coming out of a trucking school, go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk cdl fill out the little form they have they'll contact you get you in for an interview and get you started as a local home everyday driver again solos local home everyday class a class b and drivers that just came out of trucking school Mm -hmm. you want to be home every day Get a hold of Carter Lumber. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Ruth Ann, we're also brought to you by DriveWise. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. Just a free download, okay, on the internet. And now you have the ability to bypass scales. Everybody's telling us that uses DriveWise. They got, uh, they're getting better price than mm-hmm. they were getting at other places. And obviously, if you have more trucks, you're going to get a pretty nice difference in savings every month. Check them out at drivewise.com and let them know, obviously, that Talk CDL sent you over there. Ruth Ann, last but not least, we're brought to you by National Carriers. National Carriers is a reefer company, and they are looking for solo students, teams, and lease purchase drivers. 888-311-7076. Call them today and get one of those beautiful blue Kenworth T680s. 888-311-7076, and they got lots of regional positions. Moving on, Ruthann, what else did you have for us to talk about today? Um, I wanted to mention really quick, um, in Tat's newsletter this week, Mm. they have where... And Tat being? Truckers Against Trafficking. Yes. They have a a sponsor called Burger North, and they were offered $250,000 for a grant this year from them if they get enough donations to match it. So if you can donate to TAT, go to their website and they will, if, as, if they can get 250000 in donations to them by the year end, this Burger North will match that with another 250000 Okay, so if TAT receives 250000 by the end of the year, mm-hmm. which is only six weeks away, mm-hmm. Burger North is going to match it, so that would be a $500,000. It's a great cause for people yep. that are being trafficked, yep. and TAT is very much into the trucking industry trying mm-hmm. to educate truckers, right. and uh, we're all trying to make everybody aware of of the trafficking the trafficking that goes on in the United States. Yeah. And it's some crazy stuff that they catch people it with is, all it the is. time. Go to their newsletter and, and check them out. All right. You'll so be interested in some of the articles. Moving on. Moving on. What do you got right then? Okay, we all know of CRST. C-R-S-T, Cedar Rapids. I don't even know. What, what does it stand for? CRST, it's Cedar Rapids something trucking. I wonder what it does. You know, everybody's probably yelling it right now. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know. I really forgot. I'm going to have to look it up. What is CRST? Um, so go ahead. What, what about CRST? Talk to me. This month, at the end of the month, uh, November 28th, will be the very last student class that it will hold. Really? For, for training, yes. So CRST is not going to be hiring students anymore? They'll hire out of, this, out of a school students, but they are not going to provide students anymore like they will not have the actual schooling there so what they're going to do is they have the trainers program they want to focus strictly on retaining the drivers they have and um, offering better for what they already have in-house and then 
have kids coming from the schools themselves over to them and training them that way instead of taking up what the six, eight weeks of, of courses that will happen for the drivers while, you know, in there. Um, so Cedar Rapids, uh, CRST stands for Cedar Rapids Steel Transport. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it says. And I mean, I know they have CRST Malone, which is a, a flatbed company. I don't know if that has anything to do with the steel part. It's S-T-E-E-L. Mm-hmm. Um, expedited. They have expedited also. So, you know, it's interesting that you say they're they're, clo- they're basically closing down that part where you call them, you don't have a CDL, you call mm-hmm. them, and then they put you under contract to be a student and, and drive for them. And, and, you know, I don't know them, but I know in the industry the graduation and or I shouldn't say graduation, but the the percentage of drivers that actually get their CDL and then completed their one year contract with a lot of these big companies, it's very low. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say I would I don't know the number, but I would be willing to bet it's 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 probably way less than half. I bet it's 20, 10, 20 percent, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But in, in that I don't know. Well in in the trucking that, you know, in the industry that I've been in for the last so many years, most people that I met that went to, say, CRST, CR England, all the big giant trucking companies, and got their CDL through them, uh, most of those guys did not complete their contract. So they they uh, tried to go on with other companies, and, you know, things happened or things didn't happen. But a lot of them, you know, I mean, you know, didn't want to honor their contract, and they, you know, abandoned trucks, left the company, blah, blah, blah. And I wonder if, I'm curious, I'm just wondering if, by chance, the reason that they stopped the program is because of that. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. It states that the reason why they're stopping it, it says, after almost a decade of operating, I guess they started in 2013, they started with their schooling program. So after almost a decade of it, they will close the Cedar Rapids Truck Driving School training before the year's end. It's um, Chad Bruick states that they, um, they're going to move forward with a North American Training Academy with a mission to retain its current drivers rather than simply hiring more. They don't have the need to hire more drivers, but they want to retain what they have and then move on to the students in other coming from that school. So it states that uh, they graduated more than 12,000 drivers so far since 2013, and that over time it's just become more challenging for individuals to get CDLs out of state. So many of the drivers don't live in Iowa. And they only had maybe 2% of that 12,000 actually live in Iowa itself. So that's what they're saying. It's harder for them to get the students be- or retain their students that way because they're all out of state when they come to their training, to their trucking school. So it's become better for us to partner with other schools to find and hire new people who already have their CDLs in their home state because they have to transfer them back over. Once you get your CDL in, in whatever state, like if you got it at Sierra England or the, here, CRST, you then have to, after you get it, transfer that, CR, that, that CDL from their state there in Iowa to your home state, which would, us would be in Florida. So drivers don't want to end up going through all that cost. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I, I don't buy that. I call BS on that. I, I'm just saying what I, they say. I, I would just say there's a lot of reasons why, and uh, it's now catching up in there obviously probably sick and tired 
I mean, to be honest with you, if I was CRST, I'd be sick and tired of it too. And if I was drivers, drivers are sick and tired of it. It's probably a, a good thing that they're disbanding it because a lot of those programs are, are not that successful. Um, I will tell you this, and I'm not just picking on, I'm not picking on CRST, but a lot of those programs that give a guy a free CDL, they feel that because we're giving you your free CDL, we, we could pay you really peanuts. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap. Exactly. I mean, and it doesn't really, you know, to be honest with you, you know, just because you're giving somebody a CDL, they're, gonna, they're still working for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if they would have, I don't know, maybe paid them regular wages from the start, once you graduate, I mean, that's, a, that's probably um, a lesson for all trucking companies. And I know there's, I know some of them pay better than others, but, you know, I mean, it's almost like a driver's kind of a prisoner when he graduates or he goes to these these big, uh, what they call driver mills, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, the CRSTs, the CR Englands, you know, they, they train these guys. And, and, and let's be honest, they, you know, they barely pay them enough to survive. And in today's world, you know, um, grossing seven, $800, $900, a $1,000 even to be on the road, it just isn't worth it. And, and most of these guys, they don't want to be out there and, going through a year of of freaking driver slavery, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to earn that CDL. And, you know, there's, I think there's a bunch of companies that were, you know, I, you know, I know CRST was involved in a bunch of lawsuits where um, I think it was J.B. Hunt or CR England or one of those bigger companies, they were fighting with them over the fact that uh, one was kind of, in fact, it was a big write-up about a year or two ago, where one of them was kind of recruiting, mm-hmm. intentionally advertising in those areas where they were, where CRST students were, and they were taking these guys and and bringing them over mm-hmm. into their program, and um, yes, there was something like that. And then I believe there was a with the lawsuit. If you hired one of those, that they can come back and actually sue you yeah. for hiring their student i know i know a couple companies that said they told me listen if you send a verific of driver verification over to crst and if a guy's under contract you just get a you they will not verify that the guy's even there as they say this guy's under contract cease and desist or something like that yeah and and you know if and i'm gonna be honest with you if i was crst i would want my damn if i if i made a deal with somebody okay yeah even even though the deal sucked for the driver See, at first, when you're, just think about this, you're a person, you're living in the world, right, and you you don't have a skill, and then you see a commercial for CRST, right, you, you work for us, we'll give you a job, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you'll get your CDL, you'll be Training a truck. for free. Exactly, well, it's, and it's really not for free, you're signing a light, you're signing your life over for a year, these guys, once they get there, and they, after they go through all the BS to become a trucker, they realize, man, I'm not making crap. You know, and then they, they hear of guys that are making quadruple what they're making even more. And so, of course, right away, drivers are going, well, I got my hard copy CDL. What's stopping me from going and going with other companies? And some companies took them, some companies didn't. So I can't blame the driver for wanting, you know, again, you know, when you first, the idea might sound great. You know what I mean? To the, the trucker that's that's going to go to CRST, it sounds like a great deal. It sounds like a great deal, right? But then after you're there, you you realize, 
man, I'm doing an awful lot for a little bit of wage. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it sinks in. See, it don't sink in when you're first, you see the commercial. Wow, I can drive an 18-wheeler. I could be a trucker, man. That's so cool, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you get there, you go through all the crap, and now you're a trucker and you're making crap wages, okay? That's human. And and do, do I believe they shouldn't do? Yes, of course I believe everybody should honor the ink they sign on the deal. You made the deal. The problem is most people don't look at the fine print. They don't realize what they're getting into until down the road it gets explained to them more by drivers on the road and everybody else are going, man, you're working for freaking peanuts, right? Right. Now on the other side of the coin, in defense of CRST, right? If If I was the guy putting up the money... And signing these guys up, okay, I would want my money. I would want the driver to complete because I I put him through training mm-hmm. and I'm I've got him out on the road and and I would want him to complete. Uh, I I think that if if they would have probably maybe renegotiated and 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 started maybe paying more. And, and giving more opportunity mm-hmm. to these guys, I think they would have got a better quality and probably a. And I could be, we could be wrong. That may not be why they're actually staying or are actually we're leaving. But either way, it's over, right? Right. And Last class is November twenty eighth. You know something else people don't realize. You know it's ironic that CRST is doing this and the economy sucks right now. Okay, That's actually, it was one of the comments made in this article by who. Um, just stating that, you know, they they are closing that part down when yet there's still a need for 80,000 um, drivers minimum in the industry. Right. And, and there is a need for truck drivers in the industry. But when all of a sudden you have no freight, um, when you have no freight, right, um, it, it, it. Ten, in fact, I'll be honest with you. I have, I know trucking companies that are like 25, 30, 50 trucks, and I know a bunch of them. And a lot of those guys right now are parking trucks because they don't want to go through the expense of hiring a driver and having to pay a driver with the rates sucking so bad. Mm-hmm. And see, a lot of drivers that, that have switched over to 1099 have gotten accustomed to making like, say, two grand a week, and they're just not making that anymore right now. Lease purchase drivers are not making the money they were making. And so you have a terrible economy along with the COVID thing and the shortages. Okay. Like there's so many shortages that's unbelievable. Well, with that amount of shortages, it creates a no freight situation. Right now, you have horrible freight. The rates wouldn't be as bad as they are. And you know what's really funny? We're coming up on the Christmas push, mm-hmm. the Christmas season when normally trucking companies are pushing like crazy to hire truck drivers right now. Why? Because all the stuff that's got to be delivered, okay, for Christmas, you're not seeing that as much right now. It's, it's, it's not there. So ironically, CRST is closing down the student program and it's, you know, the timing of the economy, I would say that all, I'd say it all has something to do with it. Besides students not sticking around the, also the, the part of, Hey, we are, and you know what CRST is probably thinking we could start it back up in the blink of an eye. It's not like they couldn't just go, okay, start it up again. We'll start training our own guys again. If we need to do it, it's not that hard. Um, and they say that here that they're going to 
get rid of, they don't know what they're going to do with the property that all of that's at, but they have, I think it says 20, they have 20 employees that ran the school portion of it that they're going to replace somewhere in their, their system. And as far as the trucks and the trailers that they use for the schooling portion itself, they're just going to throw that in their fleet and the stuff that they can't use in their fleet, they're just going to sell off. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. So how about we move on? Moving on. I mean, I mean just a, a one or two little things. Uh, you know, uh, ironically, today we're sitting here recording and there's a hurricane going on. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to just say one thing. There's a, I, I just got a breaking news in St. Pete where, and this is a small hurricane. And it's and to be honest with you, it's not even a hurricane anymore. It's a tropical storm. <laughs> and the wind gusts are 40 to 60 mile an hour gusts right now, maybe a little more. But there's a truck. Uh, you know the uh, the Sunshine Bridge mm-hmm. down there in St. Pete, the one with the expansion bridge? There's a, a rig blown over on the bridge right now. And they normally shut that down after know, like 35, 40 yeah. mile an hour winds or whatever. They'll shut it down. And uh, they, there's a rig right now on the side, you know, laying up against the expansion. That sucks. Well, I mean, that goes to tell you one thing. When you're a trucker, if you're coming, I'll tell you, Nebraska, um, out there in Arizona, yeah. a lot of those places... You know, when you know of wind, truly, especially if you're not loaded down, mm-hmm. you know, if you have 80,000 pounds, it's a lot harder for, for, for the wind to take you. Yeah, but it still can catch you. And just but, but when you're empty. Spush you over. Oh, yeah. We've seen some crazy videos. When you're empty, drivers, you know, it's just another thing to be cautious, cautious of, you know, uh, going into uh, this, this uh, climate weather uh, called winter, you know, mm-hmm. we're a couple of weeks away from winter kicking in and already there's all kind of snowstorms up North. There's a hurricane still in the South. And so, you know, truck drivers, you want to take that in consideration. Um, yeah, we always advocate for the CB Ruthann mm-hmm. that, a, that a truck driver should have a CB, but you should also be watching ahead. Like if you have a 500 mile trip, you should be checking the weather Oh yeah, 500 definitely. miles from now. <laughs> yeah. Because you want to know what the weather is going to be like, especially if you're getting there after the sun goes down and you want to see if there's going to be a chance of black ice and so forth. But I mean, if you and I, of course, have been on that bridge and a million times when you're going up over it. It can kind of, like, if you're a person that has, like, a little queasiness or a little, like, I don't know, where your stomach goes up in your throat situation when you're going up and over it because of the way way it is. Can you imagine doing that and then all of a sudden you go, now, there's nothing but water on either side of you. And what's at the bottom with that water is those sharks. <laughs> so, I mean, there's things that are scary, but that's to me. I mean, I don't know. I'd be, I would have peed my pants. Yeah. Okay. Well... Moving on, Ruthann, we are pretty much at the end of the podcast today. Do you have a word of the day by Word Genius, by the way, who is not our sponsor, but we love to promote Word Genius. Do you have something for us, Ruthann? I do. What do you got? Namiety. Namiety? Namiety. Namiety. Man, I, don't, I have no idea like what would Namiety even mean. It's probably a word I'll never use. State of being in excess more than is needed. So basically when you say your eyes were bigger than your stomach. Yeah, I was just going to say what happens when I eat too much. Yeah. So Arlene had a nemiety of Halloween candy and insisted Carl take some home after the party. Our backyard has such a nemiety of sparrows that their constant noise can be disruptive. My advice for truckers that are at the all-you-can-eat buffet 
don't practice namayati. Exactly. And, and you know, to be honest with you, when you do eat, overeat on the road, it just is a disaster for a human body. It and, is. And I know this for a fact. I gained quite a bit of pounds when I was, when I went from an LTL carrier to hand unloading to the guy just sitting on my ass, driving from point A to point B with a bag of Snickers, a couple Big Macs, and just nothing to do but eat and drive, eat and drive, eat and drive, snack, eat, drive, snack, eat, drive. You know what I mean? It's like after I would eat something, then I would snack on something. And then like an hour later, I'd get hungry and I'd just kind of eat something else. You know what I mean? You always have Cheetos or... Well, actually, you don't want to have Cheetos. You know that yellow stuff on the that gets on your finger? Finger. 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 They, they call that Cheetle, you know, and so, like, you don't want to get Cheetle all over your steering wheel. But you sure do snack a lot when you're an over-the-road trucker that has nothing to do but drive, eat, drive, eat, drive, eat, drive, sleep, eat, drive, eat, drive, eat, drive, sleep. That's bad drivers. Don't practice namayati. Ruthann? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was just, I, I thought of, you know, when we go up just six hours away to Tyler's, that's one of the things you like to do is stop and get Yeah, a bag snacky. of candy. Yeah, and usually like gummy stuff. Yeah, some fruity and, candy, maybe a little chocolate for the road and a big giant Coke or something like that. It keeps you busy. And all we're going is six hours away. Exactly. If I was back on the road, it'd be, it'd be Troy times five. <laughs> Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.